0: Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. I just felt like giving it a little zip today.
1: <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, and they asked us not to read and ad enjoy the show. <laughs> Good work. I did that one double time. I'm Jen.
0: And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping! And this week's
1: theme is... Uh-oh, the election. Oh, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Not not great.
0: Uh let's do it. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you wanna call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the
1: tits. Do friendship at the problem People are probably wondering, like, why why are you doing an episode about, you know, friendship in the election? And it's because actually uh last night Joe Biden called us. Yeah. He he got us on the horn. He rang us up. He was like...
0: First of all, I need to tell you, ladies, how great your
1: Twitter accounts are. I need to start this off by telling you thank you for all the hot takes. Thank you for your takes. Thank you for your friendship advice. Thank you for being my personal advisors. And role models. And role models. And he was like, can you, can you do the episode about the election and being friends with people that don't align with you politically? And we were like, I don't know, Joe. And then... You got Michelle on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, all right. If she <laughs> wants it too. I mean, we can't not do it. Michelle was like,
0: listen, the relationship between Joe and John McCain has been really strained over this. <laughs> and they both keep texting me for advice about each other. And I can't handle balancing both
1: of them. So please. And when Michelle calls you in for help, you know it's serious. Yeah. Cause she's, she, she doesn't need anyone. She's mm-hmm. perfect.
0: <laughs> So, so this week, there are a number of complicated topics in this episode, believe it or not. Uh, and we're both very excited and we are very terrified uh, to cover them. Uh, and it's because we want to make sure that we give you the best advice possible and that we consider all, uh, I was going to say all perspectives, but there's a few perspectives we don't want to consider.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's a few that aren't actually perspectives worth considering. Yeah. And I think it's important. You'll probably figure out very soon who's those are, to yeah. whom those perspectives belong.
0: So ladies, gentlemen, in all variations there upon, strap in. Strap the fuck in. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Question one: My friend group is very politically active. You know what? I just started reading the first question and I, I can't do it because you always read the first question and you're like, Trin, should I read the first question? Oh. And and I feel like I stepped on your shit. So Jen, not would you, at all. Would you I didn't even notice. Read the first. I was question?
1: like, I was falling asleep actually. Thanks oh. for thanks for getting me back in. Okay, <laughs> my friend group is very politically active, and sometimes a discussion will turn into a heated argument, often ending with me feeling hurt and like my friend doesn't respect my opinions. How can we discuss politics without it leading to anger or hurt feelings? So this person says that their friend group is very politically active, but then
0: focuses on a friend. My friend doesn't respect my opinions. Mm -hmm. So we think it's super cool that friend groups can talk about politics and can talk about how they feel about uh, current events. And we encourage you to do that. But we're going to talk specifically about the one-on-one relationship that's presented here because it seems like it's one hurtful friend.
1: It does. In a friend group. Now I'm wondering if it's one hurtful subject, too. Like, how does this friend argue about other things? Are they contrarian? Are they argumentative in general?
0: Maybe we need to take a little space from that friend. Or that means we have to decide, is it worth it to tiptoe around certain topics with with this particular friend? Or is this really not worth your time at all? So if this is just a contrarian friend who is mean, and who doesn't respect your opinion on the regular, that's a different topic, but let's consider it from the perspective of we're talking about one political situation.
1: Or the subject of politics and how personal and scary and terrible things are right now. The other part of this is um,
0: politics can mean a lot of different things to different people. So when you say a very politically active friend group, what you could mean is people who are really involved in politics at the federal local level you know, elections, that sort of thing. Or you could be talking about topics that people politicize and should not be. So the topic of uh, equality in
1: uh, gender rights. Why and, are you going to bring politics into this? Yeah,
0: that is not politics. And that is not <laughs> on the table for discussion. People deserve equal opportunities and equal rights. And if your friend is fighting you on that, then they're a shitbag. bag, shit bag. <laughs> Like they're an actual
1: shitbag. Why well, are you going to like, always bring about politics? <laughs> Like, always. Like, we're here having a good time. I'm trying to watch my football game. I'm trying to watch football. My stories are on, and you keep on. It's not Marissa. It's somebody yeah. else. My stories are on,
0: and you're here talking to me about how, like, everybody should have the right to get married. And I'm, it's like, why? I'm trying to watch The Walking Dead here. <laughs> my stories is The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, God. I love that. Um So, again, we have to like we have to go through all of these. Yeah.
1: What does politics mean to this friend group? Right.
0: Because if we're talking about because so if politics means, let's say, for example, um, stop killing black people like that's not politics that's that needs to stop happening and if uh, you guys are disagreeing on that then one of you needs to do some googling and stop bothering the other one to, to edu- educate you I'm sorry this is hitting a
1: really personal <laughs> note for me if politics means we both worked on a local election five years ago and <laughs> we're discussing the boring ins and outs of it right i Uh, My guess is that's not the case. Right. My guess is it's something uh, emotional. For the cap to
0: politics that aren't politics discussion, if you guys are fighting about rights, then that's not politics. And if you're having heated debates on that, then, again, Googling will have to happen.
1: Yeah. What do you say to your friend? I think you say, I'm not educating you on this. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> it's not I, my job. <laughs> and in, honestly, this th- that could be either person in this scenario.
1: Yeah, totally. So it could yeah, be the asker yeah, right, or right. the friend.
0: Um, how can I... I, I want to impart good advice to both people because I understand the position of being uneducated in things like race, quote-unquote, politics in the United States and having to do my own research. Um, so I guess my advice to both of you is whomever is – if this is the situation, whomever is on the side of I have to keep answering these people's questions and it's making me frustrated and I'm starting to act like a person that I don't want to be. I don't want to be mean and frustrated and angry. It is okay to end the conversation with it is a lot of energy and time to educate you. And I think some of these things are things that you can Google and you don't need from me. Yeah. And if you're on the other side of that, please consider – the possibility that you need to do some self-education. Please don't rely on one friend to be your
1: source. Your group is very politically active, and we live in a problematic world, so there is no perfect friend in this friend group. Absolutely. There's no person who's perfectly awake and understands every social issue. Maybe you have a blind spot. I'm sure everybody has a blind spot.
0: Right, right, right. I mean, you can't be free of the problems present in a systemically racist society or no. systemically gender Im- impaired
1: yeah <laughs> Imperity. yeah you're a human being so
0: consider that nobody's perfect and try harder to be good friends to each other nobody's perfect. <laughs> i hate
1: that so do i uh, but i love when you say it because i don't it's i hate saying it but i have to it's my job
0: so now let's consider the third possibility that these are people who um fall on different parts of the political spectrum
1: If your friend is like i uh i'm socially liberal but fiscally conservative if that if that person is in your friend group i'm uh,
0: so, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that's Certainly that's a thing. That's so, a thing
1: people have said.
0: Yes. So to I would say look at the notorious RBG. So the notorious um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Antonin Scalia. Um, so they are
1: two. They we were, should have them on our. Well, we can't. Never mind.
0: Yeah. One of them's is dead. Uh, Justice Scalia has uh, since passed away. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg continues to be. Uh, a personal hero of mine. Uh, (laughs) uh, And so there were two um, justices on the Supreme Court in the United States. Um, Again, Ginsburg continues to be, Scalia has passed away. Uh, And they were best motherfucking friends. You should Google pictures of them hanging out together. It's crazy. But they were, they could not be further apart on the political spectrum. And their day-to-day job was politics and arguing with each other. (laughs) Like they argued with each other for a living. So it is very much possible to be friends with somebody that you disagree with. Um, And it is also possible to separate those arguments from your other
1: aspects of your friendship. Right. But it's hard. You can argue with friends in a way that makes everyone feel respected and listened to. Yeah. It is difficult. Who's doing the majority of the talking and interrupting? Who is raising their voice? Who is, like doing the strawman argument who is actually not listening and I don't mean just like they're they're tuning out or not not totally understanding what you say I mean they're waiting to say the thing Mm -hmm. that they want to say to get their point across like yeah and that's like that's not a debate Mm -mm. it's not fair and that's not a good friendship thing to do and some friends do get joy out of debating each other I'm not personally one of them Mm, me neither in this case you said my friend doesn't respect my opinions you said that
0: and if you can say to your friend These discussions make me feel like my opinion is not respected and your friend still acts the same way and you still interact the same way. That's a red flag. Regardless of which one of you is doing the straw man arguments, regardless of which one of you is uh, raising their voice, it doesn't matter because the conversation is the same. The conversation is when we debate these topics and when we talk about this, I feel disrespected and like my opinion isn't heard. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. What matters is that the way we interact has to change. And we need to decide if it's more important for us to be able to continue having these debates or more important for us to leave these conversations feeling good. And let's decide that now.
1: Right. Yeah. You can literally say, I don't think it's a good idea for us to discuss this. I don't think we should bring it up in front of the group. You leave me feeling hurt. And then I think after that, if they say, but you're so stupid, I need to tell you
0: things. Yeah. If the, they might ignore that. Yeah. yeah, And that means that they care more about saying their opinion out loud than they care about what happens when you hear it.
1: They care more about feeling righteous and correct than they do about your friendship.
0: At the end of the day, in any conversation, I think it's important to think about, am I saying this because it makes me feel good to say out loud and it makes me feel good to make the good point or have the hot take or drop the mic? Or am I having a conversation in which both parties are being heard and this is productive and there's an actual end goal here? Regardless of whether you're talking about politics or whatever, that is
1: an important thing to ask yourself. Absolutely. And your question was, how can we discuss politics? Well, I mean, the option we've been saying is maybe you don't. Mm -hmm. If you do continue to discuss politics, you have to – there has to be an agreed set of terms here. Like, we will not blank. We will not name call. We will not say racist things. You will listen when I say you're saying a racist thing. Oh my God, this is so
0: funny. Okay, so listen to this crazy shit that I love. Oh no. No, no, it's good. This this is a great conversation. Okay. So I was talking to Max about being unheard as a woman in conversations. And he said, I don't ever want to do that to you. There's got to be something that you can do that will flag me down if you feel like I'm disrespecting you as a woman. And I was like, we need a safe word. So I'll shout blueberry if you're ever doing something that sucks. And he was like, good, on it, perfect. And so we have a safe word for conversations. Oh, my God. And I genuinely think that it's a really good idea. Blueberry. <laughs> like just just blueberry the guy. Yeah. Just blueberry Oh, him. my God. This is incredible. Yeah. I love the idea of saying, OK, so we're going to still have these debates. Great. But we need to have an agreed-upon conversation ender, the thing that is um, beyond a no, that is a, I feel terrible, we have to stop now.
1: Yeah. Yep. Blueberry. Blueberry or popcorn (laughs) or
0: asparagus. But not like, you know, immigration reform. That's not a good safe word in this conversation.
1: (laughs) Uh, It's a good safe word in almost any other uh, interaction in which you might need need a a safe safe word, word, but not this one. No, indeed. (laughs) All
0: right. So in conclusion, blueberry, popcorn, immigration reform. Asparagus. Question two. A good friend voted in the primary and will vote in the general election for a politician that worries me. Cough, Trump, cough. We have had conversations about it, and he doesn't seem to have a real argument as to why he likes this politician. This makes me second-guess our friendship. Uh, There is no actual question in this question. However, I think we can all assume that the ending question is, what the fuck do I do about
1: this? Right. Okay, so people who differ politically can be friends. They can not talk about politics. They can talk about politics in a way that makes people feel respected. But in this case, this isn't really politics anymore. Man, I see. I don't know if that's better or worse, that that person doesn't verbalize or can't verbalize why they support Trump?
0: Well, I would say that there are two reasons why that would be. Okay. One is that they um, are thoughtlessly following Trump because they would like to vote for the Republican Party.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's, it's something of um, cognitive dissonance. Great. It's, I'm yeah. voting for the Republican Party, therefore this vote can't be wrong. Other, on the other hand, they could just very much be a, a, an aggressive racist and they don't want to tell you that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, have, I know one person who's supporting Trump very reluctantly. And they said, I have to vote for Trump because I can't not vote for the Republican Party. Th- that friend leads more to case one. So I'm curious. They said they can't articulate why.
0: I really think that it's got to be one of those two scenarios.
1: Oh, I have, an, I have another uh, scenario. I have a friend who is not voting for Trump. But he mentioned to me once that he doesn't feel scared of Trump. He doesn't feel like if Trump were elected president that he could actually do anything. And that's not true. So maybe they're not thinking of the bigger picture here, which is very scary. Yeah. It is scary that your friend is thinking or not thinking that way.
0: I want you to think about the phrase, we are the company that we keep on two levels. One, I would like you to think about the company that Trump keeps. And I would like you to think about who supports him, who of the white supremacists, white nationalists are supportive of him. Who of the people that are loudly anti-Semitic and maybe bring that up to him and say, I understand that maybe you respect Trump because of some unknown goddamn reason I can't think of. However, consider who is supporting him. And then I would also like you to think of that as far as the company that you keep. We will never tell you to end a friendship. And we will never tell you to end a friendship over something like an election. Also, your friend is not a senator, we probably assume. (laughs) Yeah, probably not. Your friend probably has very little political sway. But we do urge you to consider the harm that they would like to do. What opinions and beliefs that they may hold that lead them to this conclusion of supporting Trump for president and decide for yourself
1: what is worth forgiving and decide who you are when you forgive that. Trump has demonized people of color and your friend supports the person doing that and that shit rubs off on you. If nothing else, what does your friendship say about you?
0: I feel so bad for this person because I understand what it's like to grow up in a mostly white suburb and have those old friends that you lose contact and touch with because you lose common ground and you you lose understanding for each other. And I can understand feeling like Maybe if they just knew, maybe if I just told them these things, maybe if I showed them this infographic,
1: maybe they would change. Especially to someone supporting Trump because they don't have a good understanding of what stakes are. Yeah. Yeah. Something's not, not reaching them. And I think it's interesting they said we have had conversations about it. Multiple. Multiple conversations. And they didn't say arguments or debates, they said conversations. So you've been discussing Trump repeatedly with this friend, and no clear reason, they haven't been able to provide a clear argument as to why.
0: I would really love to know what common ground
1: he finds with Trump, and I think that's the real question you need to ask. Right, and if it's, I mean, I hate him, but I have to vote for the Republican Party. Well, you're in a very unique, difficult situation then.
0: And that's a very different starting point than, I need to keep these
1: Muslims out
0: of here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I think that's almost something that could even be reasoned with. Yeah. There's there's a little hope there. Right. But if it's a and also if it's a well, he's a good businessman and we need a good businessman to run this country. There are many articles that you can send.
1: (laughs) I would say Trin and I are better business people than Trump because we're we've never gone under
0: We've never sunk a business. Yeah. We've never taken money from our own charity
1: to settle our legal fees. Or make paintings of ourselves.
0: Well, we technically, we've yeah, made a actually, painting we've of done Eli. That. Yeah, yeah, damn. But not from our charity. Like, Wouldn't can you, you, you th- imagine you going to the science ambassador scholarship <laughs> and being like, actually, this young woman doesn't need to study science. Instead, I need to settle my legal fees and commission an oil painting of myself. I'm so sad. <laughs> can you imagine that? That you decided that her opportunity and her chance at making a difference in this world is less important than an oil painting of yourself.
1: Well, I can't imagine, and I'm really sad still. I'm a little <laughs> uh, exhausted, and this question is, like, bringing me to a sad place. You know what we should do? Yeah. Cukes and mates with Jen Bain. <gasps> so, can, Jen, can, can you we... Can garden? we... Thank you. Yeah, I need a little perk perk up. Um can we add some music there? Like like right now. With Jen Bane. Wow, that was great music you put in. Thank after, you. Yeah, I wrote job. it. I wrote it myself, Jen. Yay! Oh my god. Okay, so gardening gardening update. Uh so um let's see, let me start from the beginning. <laughs> well, I visibly sat up and now I'm smiling. It, wow. It
0: looks like you are a cucumber that got watered in the morning sun.
1: Oh. OK, here's the thing about these cucumbers, Trin. Let me tell you. Oh, tell me. Give, they're get big boys. They're bigger than they were last week, I will say that. Oh, damn. They are coming out of nowhere. What do you mean? OK, so I did the minimal amount of research when I bought these seeds. Yes. and. I'm a scientist and I do no research. I just like experiment. You know, that's what scientists do. Exactly. They just like, with little to no planning, they just throw themselves at a project.
0: That's the very definition of the scientific process.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I threw myself, I sprinkled some cucumbers, not knowing that cucumbers are the kind that like vine out and spread. <laughs> so to say that half of my deck is covered in cucumber vines would be correct. <laughs> and uh, whoops. They're, they're taking over. It's kind of like the, a scene in Jumanji. Oh and I, like, I, like, I prune them. Like I get in there and like, get all the dead leaves and like, get in there and get, in, get my hands dirty. And, oh my God, surprise cucumber. Yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere, Trent.
0: I can't wait. I would love to get my hands on your cukes. I'll bring
1: one in. Aww, yeah. so great. I tried selling uh, my tomatoes in the office the other day for $100 each, and they all got eaten, and I got no money. What the hell? I know. Support your farmers, people. Yeah, support your local small business. Yeah. So I'm just going to – we can end this segment now, but I'm going to leave it with a question. Yes. How many vegetables do you have to grow until you're considered a farmer?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in Stardew Valley, they call you a farmer before you even plant your first
1: wow you just have
0: to own a, a farm so i think fake farmer girl so if you have any dirt at all and you want to be a farmer i do have dirt then i think you are a farmer so oh the maybe basically this is farmer jen's cukes and tomates play the music again right now Cukes
1: and tomatoes with jen bane yay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so do we have to talk about trump again
0: uh, I think we did answer it. Let's do an in-conclusion.
1: Okay. I feel like I wasn't helpful at all because I don't know how to do this. Oh
0: no, um, no. So, Jen, we, so here's the thing. Yeah. We identified a
1: few different scenari-
0: scenarios that this could be, mm-hmm. which is, one, they are thoughtless and they are assigning themselves to a political party uh, because it's what makes them comfortable. And then that is something that can be probably worked forward with. Yeah, you can work with that. Yeah. And then the other situation is that they are deeply racist and uh, have very bad opinions on people who are brown uh, and that that is something that is much more difficult to work with and that regardless of the situation, the asker gets to choose what they forgive and that they also have to consider that what they forgive speaks to who they are as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. And then it is good to have people in your life that don't play into like the feedback loop that I personally see on Twitter which oh, is yeah. and but that does not apply to someone who is aggressively racist yes. that's not that's not politics anymore that's hate
0: the feedback loop of listening to only people who agree with you applies to everyone people oh, yeah. everybody across all spectrums of, of politics that happens to all people and it's something that we should all be watchful for. And we should all be watchful for feeling woker than thou. We should all be watchful for the fact that we say, like, oh, I'm not racist, or I'm, I am all aboard for gender rights, I, I'm, I'm there. You're not. And the moment that you think that you are is the moment that you stop growing, changing, and hearing
1: different opinions. That's the moment you stop learning and listening. You need to be a student of other people's experiences. So that's really the end conclusion. Decide what is happening with this friend.
0: Decide what you get to forgive. And no matter what, regardless of how you move forward with your friend, don't stop growing and changing and listening.
1: Cool. That was really good.
0: Oh, God, man, I feel like I
1: need to, like, have a drink. Yeah, what time is it? It's almost four. It's time. It's time. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: You're welcome for talking.
0: Thank Friendship at The Problem. When you yawned I got the feeling I get when I hear a kitten yawn. Oh,
1: I know exactly what you mean. When Maddie yawns still, I'm like, Oh that's it. my favorite when they yawn and make that little squeak noise. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's like oh. oh no, you're so cute, I can't even take it. Oh terrible.
0: <laughs> okay.